again, folks. We back for one. What's up, big dog? I see you. I see you. I see you. <laughs> I, 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 I've been trying to work on my light. Your lighting look good. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, you, you know, know what I'm saying? You know how, I mean, the, you know how the ladies say your skin is popping. I've actually, I've actually in the wife office today, man. I'm trying to get some stuff done in my office before I go in there. But look, yeah. that don't even matter. We back like we forgot something. We back like we forgot something, dog. Hey, before you get started, I gotta tell you something. Okay. So you know I've been on this diet, man, for like the last ten days, right? I, see I started. It here. I it's starting it. to come, man. It's falling yeah. off a little bit. You know right. what I'm saying? I'm chipping away at it. I'm chipping away. I'm knocking at it. But here's the thing. I broke my diet on Sunday and I went and tried Bun B Trill Burger. Saw you there. And, and, <laughs> and I'm gonna say this to you. The meat and the seasonings, I, I get all that. It was great. But it was something about that bun. Oh <laughs> it was something, it was something about the bun. You couldn't, you couldn't hardly talk while you was chewing that. I'm telling you, it was something about the bun. It was something <laughs> about the bun. Look, let, let me tell you something. No lie, Bun B might make more money off of cheeseburgers and trill burgers than he did off of Alps. Really? Yeah, yeah. Bro, did they that good? Bro, the the uh, the line was five blocks long. They had a man waiting in line for six hours and 32 minutes. For a trill burger. For a trio burger. The real ones know. If that ain't, if that ain't church tabernacle sanctuary, I don't know what it is. <laughs> real talk. Cousins and kid folks, we back. This is Swagoo and Perp. So happy to be back. We got a lot to touch on, and we not going to waste a lot of time. Um, we missed y'all like y'all missed us. Man, let's get right into it. Real quick off the top. LeBron signed a two-year... $97.1 million deal with the Los Angeles Lakers. Perk, where that stash at so we can get some? Uh, his his cheap ass ain't going to tell nobody. And look, we know one thing I know. He is not turning down no money. And, and look, what we always tell people, yes, I understand to the fans it's entertainment. But remember, you in this, it's your job. Get all the money that you possibly yes, can. I will say this. It don't surprise me about LeBron, but I will say this. Another thing is, is that him signing this extension at the age of 37 and year 20, I need people to really think about that for a moment, okay? The man has dominated for two decades straight. How can How is it possible to be in your prime for two decades? It's not. Well, no, it is possible. He's no, no. going. No, listen to what I'm saying. It's not unless you LeBron. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, bro, bro, we've never seen this before, bro. No. We've never seen this before. No. And you know, you know what we need to start seeing, though? Is them LeBron shoes, lifetime uh, footwear and apparel coming yeah. to our front Come door. On, man. Yeah, Come man. On, LeBron, like, hey, hey, look, the, the Lobos is cool. But give yeah. me the fresh pair of kicks. I'm telling you that straight up. Every month, in boxes, I be seeing, I be seeing our partner Q Richardson. 
He be popping open his Jordan boxes. You see him? five, Stephen Jackson, yeah. cousin. He be popping over Jordan boxes. We want to be the LeBron guys. Send the damn shoes, LeBron. Yeah, real Rich, tough. Whoever in control or in charge of sending the merch, send the merch. But anyway, congratulations, LBJ. Yeah. Look, man, like what you said, bro, 37-year-old dudes ain't getting two-year, $100 million contract, bro. Just ain't happening. It just ain't happening. It ain't happening. if you LeBron. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's get to some real news that's going on. That's some real news, but that's some real good news for LeBron. Yeah, absolutely. Let's get to some news that's going on, man. I've been waiting to hear your take. I know you've been on television, but sometimes we just save a little something extra spicy for the pod. We save a lot. We save a lot. We save a lot. I, be can't, I, I can't wait to get with you. I be can't wait. We save a lot. We just be talking back. I be can't wait to get yep. with you. Hey man, give me give me the give me the real on KD and the situation with Brooklyn. Whether it's gonna be a trade, whether KD gonna stay there and play. How you see this situation playing out, bro? Well, well, well. Look, Swag. I talked about this the other day, Swag, on television. Okay, mm-hmm. let me ask you a question. If you didn't trust me, right, would you do this podcast with me? No, sir. Okay, so that's my point, what I'm trying to tell everybody else around the world. All right, that they keep saying, oh, Brooklyn, go try to get them in, Katie in the training camp and try to work this out. How? How? Didn't didn't KD just call for Steve Nash and Sean Mark's job? He didn't, did publicly. Didn't Joe, didn't Josiah say, they're not, he stood by them and said he, they're not going nowhere. How in the hell do you expect to make that work when the trust is not there? Because if I'm Steve Nash, I don't trust Katie. And look, here's, here's another thing. They're going to have to trade him, but they're not going to get back what, what they want. Right. Look, the New Orleans Pelicans right now are hesitant to throw in Brandon Ingram for Kevin Durant. Why would why wouldn't they be? Brandon Ingram got a great trajectory and he young. He and do. he just hooped in the playoffs. He do. So is is KD falling under that category of being popular or powerful? Uh, because that's what I'm talking about. I love about. when right. you say that. I right love now. when you say that. But but I'm saying, bro, right now, look, is he moving a needle? It so, don't seem like it. So so look, check this out. Right, I want you to think about this for a second when it comes down to KD, and then I want to hear what you what's your stance on this whole situation. Mm-hmm. KD leave Oklahoma City and go to Golden State. Who gets the backlash? KD. KD. Right. What did KD do? Yeah, he went one, one two championships, but him go to go going to Golden State actually helped who more? The players on the Golden the State. Players on Golden State. Yeah. yeah. Right, add to their legacy. Okay, KD tarnished his name in Oklahoma. Right now, will they forgive him over time? I hope they do because he did a lot while he was there in the community and on the floor. And on the floor, yeah. Okay, you leave Golden State. They win a championship without you. You over here dealing with Kyrie and everything else that he got going on, okay? Now, guess what? Who's looking like the fool? Kevin Durant. Katie. Okay, now, okay, you lose James Harden. Mm-hmm. Now you didn't request a trade. You didn't call for 
the head coach and the, and the GM job, and, and it don't happen. Now, guess what's guess what has a strong possibility of happening? KD getting traded and Kyrie Irving actually staying in Brooklyn. Guess what? Who's going to be the bad guy then? It'll you see be, what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? Too. See, yeah. see so, so, so many people be thinking that they so smart that they actually forget common sense at the front door. Bro, listen, I was, I was on first take a couple of days ago and me and Stephen A was going back and forth about who's in control in this situation. And I said, KD, but but listening to what you said, time to ran out, feel like it. Now, to your point, he'll probably get traded and he'll probably end up somewhere where he want to play. But if Josiah says, nah, I ain't doing none of that, he going to have to sit out or play in a terrible situation. I don't have... Here's remember when we first started talking about this KD situation yeah. and we were saying like people have offered trade packages, right? Like we know that people have put packages together, but bro, Kevin Durant ain't got traded after three months of requesting a trade. I, I said that after 10 days, you said it after 10 days. And yeah. I just, it, it's got to be, man, let's just get into it. It's got to be more than basketball. It's got to be more than basketball because if it's just basketball, you put together a package for KD and you you sign and trade him, and I mean you trade him and and get him, and then you start to build to win championships. That's the simple process for Giannis if he requested a trade, LeBron if he requested a trade, Steph if he requested a trade. Those would be done. It wouldn't be three months of us going back and forth about what's going to happen and what's not going to happen. And this is the part that I ventured into. Come on. What? How does the NBA look at Kevin Durant? And I'm not talking about the NBA that people, me, we watching or people that follow the NBA or cover the NBA. I'm talking about owners and general managers how do they look at him? Because even if a trade package gets turned down by Brooklyn, you're not going to come with another one more aggressive for Kevin Durant? No, because you know why? You know why? What, what you always used to tell rookies that came in when you were, when you were playing, sitting in that veteran seat, hey, bro, these people around these front offices, they talk. These they people talk. go on trips together. These people be going out to dinner. They have real heart-to-heart -heart conversations like you and I. Yep. So when they get to having these conversations that are not pub for public records and they get to telling everything, the real that's happening inside yep. the organization, now all of a sudden it's not about KD and his talent no more. No. Is that? It's the person. It's the person. It's, and the, they person. Can't it's the person. They can't trust them. Oh. So if you're the New Orleans Pelicans, why would you give up Brandon Ingram for Kevin Durant if you can't trust him? You don't and, think David? You don't think David Griffin then called Sean Marks and had a conversation with Sean absolutely. Marks? That's what I be trying to tell people, man. It goes deeper than just what you're doing or how you're producing on the floor. Per, do y'all? What? Let me question the, the who was the GM when y'all was in Oklahoma? Sam Presti and Troy Weaver. 
Where is Preston and Weaver now? Are they still there? Troy, Troy Weaver is actually the head GM in Detroit. Sam Preston is actually the uh, still in Oklahoma City. You know what? I'll be well. I understand the Preston situation in Oklahoma. I'd be interested to see if any of the GMs that he's played for, because that's the indictment. If none of your guys gonna come after you, who you've played for already, they're not. See that per listen, we don't have enough time. We can spend this whole damn podcast but that's, talking but about this. No, no, we, we can, but we already hit we already hit the nail on the head. Yeah, bro. We we it, already said, yeah, it, it, it's not KD the basketball player that people yeah. are worried about. That's what that's what look, man. I I you know, you tied in and I I I lean on you a bunch for the NBA knowledge, and sometimes just from the outside looking in. You can draw a few conclusions that's pretty close to what's going on. And for KD not to be traded after three months of requesting a trade, and that's what I told – I was having that co- – man, don't tell me about no trade package or no company. Bro, we talking about a dude that's considered to be one of the best basketball players we've ever seen. Yes. That's not traded in three months. Hey, you, you ready for this? I like you, how you, you – I like how you grabbed the mic. Not, not real talk. Because this should answer everybody's question. You do know that KD and Steve Nash, quote unquote, supposed to be great friends. Oh before God. before the hiring of Steve Nash and all this, we got footage. They hang together in the summertime. Steve Nash work them out and all that type of all everything you want to talk about. They have a relationship outside of basketball. And K, KD, he said it's either me or them. What we right, talking? All right, man. Listen, this, would you would you trade for him? Nah. Would you give nah. up one of your upcoming rising stars for Kevin Durant, who no you chance. can't trust? No chance. Hold on, hold on. Let me say this. Go ahead. I love, I love KD, but I'm telling you, he has a heart of gold, bro. Yep. Like he has a heart of gold. Great guy. Th- this new KD that's going on right now, the one I I don't know what's happening with that. Let me say this, bro, and we're going to move on to the next topic. KD left Golden State because he heard the noise and wanted to create his own legacy, and he wanted to add to his belt that I led a team to a championship, okay? That's why he left. Now, people can fight me on that. That's why he left, because as much as KD is in social media and he claims that he don't care about what people say, why would you leave? a mansion on a hill with butlers and people waiting on you, and you know this thing going to be served up as soon as the first game tip off in the NBA for you to win a championship if you stay with Steph, Draymond, and Clay, Why else would you leave other than to go cement and create your own legacy? Don't argue with me and Perk. Argue with your damn daddy. I'm telling you, he left because of ego. He left because he that noise and he could play it off as much as he wants to. But he left because he wanted to go win his own championship. Because I'm going to say this. A lot of people didn't respect LeBron until he went and got one in Cleveland. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, bro, I got this pamphlet because I know we got to move on, but I knew that thing was going to get hot and heavy. Look, this next topic can be quick, bro. It's simple question. Simple question. Um... What does what does the New York Knicks getting D. Mitch do to that franchise or organization? How are you going to think about them differently if they do a trade package for Donovan Mitchell? Well, well, one, let me say this, okay? I think the New York Knicks are getting too much heat right now from New Yorkers, right? Because I, I understand they didn't go get a a, a big time superstar yet, mm-hmm. right? I understand they got Jalen Bronson. That's the starting point. Yeah. Okay. If you get Donovan Mitchell and you pair him alongside Jalen Bronson, are you going to win an NBA championship? No. No. Are you going to make it out of the Eastern Conference? No. But what you do become is eye candy. You become attractive. Now, all of a sudden, you become attractive enough that the way the, the way the league is going and how you don't know how these guys feel year in and year out, when a guy decides that he want to force a trade, he may say, I need to go over there to the Big that. Apple and go yeah. play with Donovan Mitchell and, and Jalen Brunson. Yep. You feel me? Yep. So I know, I know, I know everybody has been giving the New York Knicks a lot of heat and all this and this and that. And, and I understand it. New Yorkers, they're hard on their players. You know what I'm saying? But in my eyes, I actually love the direction the Knicks are going in. And mm-hmm. if they could acquire Donovan Mitchell, it's going to get them back to the postseason. It won't get them out of the first round. But, again, New York Knicks fans, like, when did y'all become so damn spoiled like y'all been winning championships all y'all I damn life? That's the thing that bothers me. Like, oh, yeah, we, we're disgusted. I, I see our guy – our big bro, Stephen A., him and Spike Lee with they antics and stuff like, y'all ain't been winning nothing. Y'all ain't won nothing. It's just, yeah, like when people, like, it's just like when people be getting on me about the Cowboys. It don't bother me. We ain't won nothing. No, it bothered you. It bothered me. It bothered me because I played <laughs> them. But it don't bother me when people start going. Other day, Mike Irvin was on TV. He said that the Cowboys could, all, could go undefeated. Perk, you know how I am now. You know me, you know me, and I'm I'm realistic about this thing. You are, you are. But I just hate, I, I guess my example of what you're saying about the Knicks, I hate when Cowboy fans and people that I talk to about the Cowboys act like they about to win a championship, or they have recently. Well, they not about to do that. Well, well, well Swag, swag. I, 
I used to be one of those fans. I know you did. And that's oh, why. Right. I, 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 bro, listen, but back back to D Mitch. Here, here, here's the thing. Here's I used to be one of them. I know, I know. I'm glad you left. I'm glad you left. Because when we do win, I'm going to be in your face about it. At Arizona. Uh, yeah. No, 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 no. no. You leave it? Let, me, let me say this right now. Right now. For, for, for the public, for the cousins and kin folks, I don't have a national football team. I okay. Have, I do not have a team that I root for. Just come on back, I, man. I, no, not, not yet. Not yet. I'd rather just keep my sanity and enjoy just watching football. That's what I'm looking forward to this year. Bro, you know how much you know how much fun it'll be if me and you Dallas Cowboy fans together. Yeah, I, I get that. And we were at one point in time. Let's get a bag watching games together. Yeah. You yeah, tripping. You I'm thinking about business and personal. We, me and you at a cowboy watch party would be epic. Come on back. Uh, uh. I'm gonna think about think it. About it. <laughs> I'm gonna think about it. 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 We gotta start thinking. Yeah, yeah. Look, man, OD Mitch for me, I'm gonna keep it simple, bro. The Knicks need somebody named to put on the marquee outside of Madison Square Garden, right? And it ain't gonna be Brun. It ain't gonna be Katie, Kyrie, Giannis. Not now. But to me, Donovan Mitchell kind of embodied what the New York Knicks fans asking for. Tough, mm -hmm. gritty, um, a building block. And I like what you said about the fans not being delusional. And that's why I brought the Cowboys up. They just not there yet. Right. right. They not there yet. But it's if so you start cool. to see kind of like some moves being made and some progression, you can start to believe in that. If you got Jalen Brunson and D. Mitch, that's a monster backcourt, bro. Yeah. That you starting to kind of. You know, another piece here, another piece there. Hopefully you get a surprise guy that has been groomed through the organization or whatever. But D-Mitch, to me right now, is enough of a name to put on the marquee in New York, and you know he's going to come with his hair on fire. Yeah, and he's electrifying. Exactly, exactly. Like, you know, he going to give you some highlights. He's like, going to give you highlights. He's going to give you everything you want. And he going to lay his heart out there on the floor and to me, that's what the New York Knicks fans really respond to. He from there. Exactly. So exactly. It, it, it matches. Look, man, I believe man it, I, I believe it's going to happen. Uh -huh. just, it's just a matter of time. Yeah. Like, they didn't already show us they, they go on the rebu rebuilding route. And the hey, hey oh. when, when, when they do it, when they get him, um, I need you to go and get that plug so we can go watch a game in there. That's, that's I know, I know, we're, we're, we're I know. Ready, I'm just telling you, I want to go. I'm, I'm, we work for ESPN. If if, yeah. if ESPN can't get us into the Madison Square Garden, matter of fact, if Stephen A. Stephen A. A. Yep. No, that is the plug. If he can't get us in Madison in Square Garden, he need to turn this damn badge. Oh, you know what, too? Um, slight, <laughs> slight flex. I got Spike number, too. So we are. <laughs> we are. <laughs> I remember. I saw it. I saw it. I saw it when you Bro, you was rolling like the president that day. Hey, bro, listen. Dropped off in the in the black car. I saw it. I saw Spike it. assistant picked me up at the door. <laughs> Mr. Spears, here's your cup of coffee. Uh, Mr. Lee will be here in a second. And then me and Spike just chopped it up, took me around the whole studio. It was phenomenal. Now that I think about it, 
um, we got to start appreciating them type of moments a little bit better. I think I was so in awe that I didn't really like fully grasp that I'm chilling with Spike Lee. No, that's, right one, that's one of the moments that you reflect back on it as yeah. you're traveling back home on the flight. Like exactly. you're on the plane, you like, hold on, I just was kicking it with Spike. Hopping it up with Spike. Like, like we grew up idolizing Spike. Right. Like and, and, me and, and him. a part of his project. It was just me and him. It was just me and him. That was it. Yeah, it was just me and Spike. And he knew me. I, at that point, celebrity. At that, yes, I was just about to say that. At that point, that's when you should have known that you was a celebrity. I knew me. He did know me. He do. Hey, man, let's move over to my area of expertise. And, um, because talking about contract, LeBron they got paid. KD want to trade. D Mitch put, potentially getting traded to the Knicks. And Lamar Jackson ain't got no contract yet from the Baltimore. Wow. Game. Bro, why? why? The so let me. Th this situation is 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 more than um just saying the Ravens don't want to do a deal with Lamar. That, like that's the easy way out. They do. They've made it clear that they do. But I think the guaranteed money is the holdup, bro. And if I'm Lamar, and I'm looking at Kyle Murray just got forty six point one on average, and you then we don't watch film. <laughs> who had to get a clause, right? <laughs> and then and then you see Deshaun Watson get $230 million guaranteed. So somewhere in there, Perk, is probably where Baltimore want to be. Yeah. And I don't know if, if Lamar is saying, no, I need 231 guaranteed, or if he's saying, I need 200 guaranteed, but I need this contract to be 235, mm. right? So I think it's more about nuance as opposed to just they don't want to deal with each other. But here's what I'll say, bro. It is hard for me when I'm thinking about Lamar Jackson in this particular situation. You know, my normal thing is like, bro, don't play. You don't have no contract. Sit out. Right. Don't play. right. Sit, but sit he's out. already been to OTAs. He's been a part of training camp. He's been taking he, doing everything leading up. So that gives me the impression that the talks are ongoing. But he did say, if we don't get something done, I'm shutting it down before the season. My question to you is this, because I, I don't I don't necessarily think it's smart not to play with a contract. But we did just see that get a, a real injury and still get paid. So I don't know if that's in the back of his mind. But if it's you and you advising Lamar. What are you telling him to do, bro? Because the think about this too. The relationship is good with him in yeah. Baltimore. Yeah, yeah. But why is the relationship good? Because Lamar has did beyond and 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 did more to make sure that he keep the relationship good. True. You just True. said he showed up to to all the training camp yep. practices and everything else. He's doing his part. I've been. <laughs> waiting on this topic. I swear I could. I've been waiting on this topic, dog. I promise you, I've been waiting to come on here and talk about this with you. Here's the problem that I have. Have we ever had a problem or had a story about Lamar Jackson and him being a, a true professional? Nope. Okay. Have we ever had a problem with Lamar Jackson showing up in his availability for us going out there and producing night in no, and night out? Huh? No, sir. 
Nope. Okay. Have you ever had a problem with Lamar Jackson or had anything for us with his, uh, you know, him being a leader in the locker room? Have nope, we ever heard him. stories? No, we they haven't heard him. that, right? Nope. So we take all those things in consideration. I want you to remember that part. Yep. Okay, now we dive into the part of, of Lamar Jackson of when he got drafted. Oh, he's going to be a running back. Oh, he's not going to make it as a quarterback. Okay, what I saw was I saw a guy that changed the narrative and proved people wrong by getting better every single year mm-hmm. on the things that he needs to get better at. He got better on the on the deep ball. He yep. got better on Pat get staying in the pocket. He matter of fact, he was staying in the pocket so much trying to prove people wrong. Sometimes you was looking at the team Too long. Like, run. Yep. yep. Take off, right? Yep. So my thing is, is this, right? He's been Given and he didn't gave way more than probably any other athlete in the NFL when it comes down to being invested in the community. Hundred percent. So if he's crossing, is he if he's checking off all those boxes? Why in the hell are you not paying this man? Because See, look, this yeah. is public. Here's the thing: this is what's public information right now. You ready for this? Deshaun Watson got $230 million. How much? How much of it was guaranteed? $230 million. And, and what is he dealing with right now? Because it's not a secret. 24 lawsuits. 24 lawsuits Civil against lawsuits. Yep. Assaults against women, right? Yep. Okay. Kyler Murray just got how much? He got a $231 million deal, 160 guaranteed. And, and what did they put in this contract? That he had to study more. Because probably why he wasn't standing, staying and being a true leader. Wasn't in the book. Lamar Jackson ain't doing none of that. And Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson also got something that neither one of those guys got. Um, he got the MVP. You preaching now? No, it's keeping it real, bro. Like that's that's the real. Like pay that man. But but let me tell you, let me tell you this. I strongly believe, and this is why Lamar Jackson got to make sure. He hold his ground. I strongly believe that if Lamar Jackson had representation, yep, not 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 Mama Jackson, right, but right, somebody right. else, oh, they would have been ready to get the deal done. But because it's Mama Jackson, they trying to see if they could squeeze him. If yep. I'm Lamar, stand firm, hold your ground, don't play until they get it right. Yeah, Period. see, I I I can't. I can't argue with that, bro, because a couple of days ago I said if Lamar want to play, Lamar should play. But you're right. To your point, bro, like, one, if he did have representation, his agent probably – he wouldn't have been at OTAs and wouldn't have been at training camp most likely. But the other part is – and I always say this, man, like, especially the second contract is probably when you need some advisement. Like, I, I – you know what I'm saying? Like you said – even if he don't hire an agent, he probably should get a lawyer or something to look over the mm-hmm. deal. And I'm sure, bro, I, I just can't imagine he don't have that in place. You know what I'm I saying? I think he do. I think he do. Yeah. I, just, I just think right now the Ravens are trying to play. Squeeze him a little bit. They're trying to play on his intelligence. Yeah, I think they are too, man. And and I didn't want to get mad at the Ravens because, you know, their general, general manager now, Eric DaCosta, took over for Ozzie Newsom. And Ozzy obviously drafted Lamar, but I just I can't imagine. First of all, he he's more. You can make an argument, and probably it, it, it's true. 
Lamar is more important to his team than any other player in the NFL. That's that's facts, right? Based on what they do, how they run offense. He's he's now look. It's a couple. Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay ain't winning a damn thing without him. Uh, Pat Mahomes ain't winning nothing without him. It's a couple other teams where if you switch quarterbacks, you would still be okay. Baltimore, one of the places where you get you take Lamar Jackson away, they got to redo the whole damn thing. Right. So let me ask you a question. Uh-huh. Let me ask you a question. If you took Lamar Jackson and you put him on the Arizona Cardinals. Oh, there'll be a deep run playoff team. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. If, if you took if you took yeah. Lamar Jackson and put him on the Cleveland Browns. Deep run playoff team. Okay, cool. All right. Wow. All right. Well, we got that. We got that fixed. Uh, <laughs> Lamar need to get paid. Baltimore, yeah. if you if 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 it's over a couple of dollars, and when I say a couple of dollars in context, if you a few million away, man, go and pay the man a few million. You ain't going broke. Steve Bashad is a billionaire. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. We got all that sports stuff out of the way, and this is still in sports, bro, but this is serious. And we kind of need to – we we we, we going to go out on this, and we got we got to temper it down, bro, because I'm, I'm, I'm sick, bro. I'm sick over this situation, and you tweeted it out. And, and I want to get your feelings and thoughts. I know you put it on, on pen and pad. A nine-year-old youth coach yeah. got murdered at a nine-U – Football game. Yeah. When we say nine, you cousins and kid folks, these were nine-year-old boys playing football, youth football, and an altercation happened, and a man was murdered by the name of Mike Hick- Hickman, the head coach of the football team of one of the nine you football teams. And not only that, Perk, his son witnessed it and was a part of that team. One it- – is 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 beyond disturbing for for adults to be tripping out and the way that they do at these games, okay? Whether it's AAU or these youth football games. Mm-hmm. You just got back to Texas and I'm so happy that you're back, but I'm so serious right now. So my my middle child for the last two years, he didn't play this year. Mm-hmm. He played in that Texas football league, right? And this wasn't the first shooting, okay? These shootings has been going on for over the last three or four years, probably even longer than that. Let me explain to you why. I'm not saying this happened in this particular situation, and I don't believe this was even part of it. 
Mm-hmm. But what's happening is, is these coaches are actually betting on these games, okay? These coaches are actually talking noise before the game to each other on social media. The fans, the parents, they're doing the same, and they're talking noise, and it, and it starts to get personal. Yeah. See, like, this is not an NFL team. So you can't really be on social media talking noise when you're talking about people's children. So that's when it already starts with the animosity. So the tension is already there when by the time they get to the stadium or the football right. field, wherever they're playing it. Now you get there, and do you know, do you know Coach Mike, God rest his soul, was like in Dallas, like one of the ones that is really invested into the community. I, I'm as 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 I hear more. I realize how big of a loss it is. Yes, yes. And so it, it's two things, right? One, Coach Mike lost his life because his team won 38-0. That's why Coach Mike lost his life. Imagine losing your life because your team won 38-0. That's why, that's why the whole thing escalated. Now, here's, here's, here's the other part that's like beyond me. I lost my mom when I was five, okay? Shot and killed by a best friend. I wasn't there to witness it, okay? But I didn't want to be there. Can you imagine how this nine-year-old son is going to be traumatized for life? Matter of fact, do you you realize it wasn't just the nine-you that was there? Because how the games go, it go six-you play at eight o'clock, seven-you play at 915, and it keeps going up all the way up to 12 you. So with that being said, it was more than just those nine U teams that were on the field. All those kids witnessed Witness. them fighting, hearing gunshots, and watch Coach Mike lay on the ground covered in blood while people were trying to give this man CPR, man. And it's really a damn shame. And to be honest, my tweet was to put it out there to – open up our eyes because I'm tired. But it was also to say, nah, man, like, we need justice. Yeah. And you know who you yeah. are that yep. did this. And see, let me say this. And yeah, you get into it. it. You, can, you can have it, Swaggle. It's two more things I got to add. How are we, as grown men, going to be trying to, te- trying to tell these youngsters? Oh, the first thing we always say, Oh man, them youngsters be tripping. They don't have no morals no more. They quick to pull the trigger. They scared to catch a fade. That wasn't no young. That, that wasn't no young. Yep. That wasn't no young kids. A man lost his life. I want you to think about this and 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 continue to dive into this way. This coach lost his life, bro, because his team won thirty eight to zero. Because they won a game, a football game that nobody two years from now would have remembered. If this man wouldn't have been murdered. Here's the other thing, bro. Because I, you know, you and I, we take a hard look at ourselves when we saying things. And and early I said, why we ain't in the street protesting for Mike Higman? I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put this on you. I'm gonna put this on me. I'm a part of the problem. Because when this happened, I should have it should have been the first thing I talked about on TV. When this took place and I was on TV, I, it should have been. Brought up, I cover football. I'm, I cover the National Football League, and I know where my responsibility lies. 
But I feel like I missed an opportunity. And, and fortunately for us, we got this mic and we got people that are listening to us and we addressing it now. But I should have talked about that on television. Yeah. I'm, and, and nobody, nobody, I'm going to take that one. I should have. Yeah, and here's but, the other but, thing, Perk. But what here's, is it for you to take, though? But, like, see, because, my thing is, you shouldn't even have to be talking about that on TV. You're right, bro. You're you right. You're right. See, there you go. See, that's the problem that I have, and that's the ripple effect. Now, all of a sudden, you feel like, oh, I got to be the one to speak out on, like, for some grown people that don't know how to act. Don't know how to act, bro. And, I, bro, I just, because I can't, I can't, I keep thinking about that nine-year-old boy, bro. Like, these these kids may be traumatized, but his his son, daddy, gone. Gone. Over something that they probably shared a love in. Oh, pro ain't no probably. You know if what I'm saying? Was, if he was the coach of the team, you know, it was practice rides together. It was Bro. those moments of hard coach. Like having boys, having kids in general. And going to a football game that morning when you talking, you you and I have had a thousand of these car rides. And for our cousins and kid folks that don't have kids, let me tell you how it go. This is my conversation with my son, June. Everything you've been practicing, let's implement it in the game. Mm -hmm. Right? Share the basketball, cheer on your teammates, understand understanding the game, make the right reads. Daddy got your back. Don't think it's right. personal when I get on you about something you did wrong. Just take coaching and move forward. Right. I love you, bro. Let's go to work. Let's go That's to work. That's the talk. Yeah. You do it with stone, you do it with chores. And then, Perk, we go to the gym and we don't leave together. I'm dead. And my son don't leave with me? No. And, and we, and, and we, we, I don't think it's a blind eye to it. I got to shout out two people. Clarence Hill is one of the writers here in, in, in Dallas. And he texts me and, um, and, and, and just was telling me about what was transpiring, what had happened, and kind of giving me the lowdown. And another writer named Calvin Watkins, yep. who's here in Dallas, two dudes that I respect tremendously, they both hit me about it. And I just couldn't believe it, Perk, because I, I was like, I said this must have been some beef, like grown men, not not justifying it, but it I just couldn't wrap my mind around it being over a nine-year-old football game, bro. Nobody wanted to address this, but I really want to ask because I want to know. Yeah. Over the last like three or four years, when it comes down to to murders, uh shootings, mm -hmm. things to that nature, I've been seeing a lot of football players, bro, that have been committing these murders and doing these shootings at the yeah. collegiate level and former players. Now, I want to ask you this. I want to ask you this because I'm, I, I said that because this is my question to you. People joke about this stuff, and I, and I don't actually find it funny. I don't yeah. find it funny at all. How much do you think when it comes down to CTE, mm -hmm. does this plays a part in? I think I, it. I, I want to know. I believe it absolutely plays a part. Okay. One, the CTE factor and brain function, but two, the aggression that comes from you playing this game and not having, bro, I tell like, 
when you leave the NFL, you got to deprogram. Mm-hmm. You got to deprogram. Because if you was like me and you played nine years, you've been aggressive for nine years. Right. You've been aggressive. Now, it, it don't mean like I don't want to give o- an overall arching of the NFL. It's great dudes walk off the field, take care of their family, they teddy bear. That's me with my family. But it's some dudes that don't know how to don't know how to flip that switch and even carries over into after they retire. And right. now you're talking about you're dealing with brain trauma. You're dealing with aggression. You're dealing with the not being able to really compartmentalize your emotions or express your emotions in the mm-hmm. right way. And it, like you said, it ain't no excuse, but it's the reality. Some do right. no, no, deal with is. that. Yeah. It is. It is because like, like even, even the ones that like once they die and, and, Something that happened, and yep. all of a sudden they they run the test. They found out that you they see had, it. Yeah, you they see, see it. it. Right. You so I'm it, saying, I'm saying like I'm, I'm just asking because I'm seeing it, dog. I'm seeing a lot of like right. behavior, and the first thing comes to my mind is is this is like does he have CTE? Yeah, I'm and saying, it's a it's a it's a legitimate question you should ask when you see stuff like that, man. Because and and, and that's the thing, man. Like. I know we're going in a lot of different directions, but it, it it ties into, again, not only, you know, you and I have talked about mental health on this show. Yeah, absolutely. Don't let your pride stop you from getting help, family. Like, cousins and kid folks, men, women, don't think that you it's a weakness if you feeling something mm-hmm. To, mm-hmm. For, to go get help. Now, in this particular situation, I don't have no soft sympathy for this. Me either. He murdered that man over a football man, game. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. And and you get you went into a deeper dive about what what potentially some of this stuff is a result of, but I just wanted to make sure that we talked about and said his name, Mike Hickman. Yes, he was a nine U football coach, coaching a nine and under football team that his son played for that was murdered over a nine U football game and not only did we lose a coach but per you and i know as well as anybody these are pillars in communities bro they not only saving their kids they saving a lot of other kids and now one goal yes yes this is what this is my challenge i'm gonna put out to you and we gonna do this and and and, and the swag and perk podcast we gonna reach out to mike hickman wife and see what we can do I'm with that. If we I'm can be that. a light for his sons, I think she has two boys. If we could be a light, if we could be a help, if we could do anything, because I don't want this to end. I don't want this conversation to end without something positive from Swaggoo and Perk. So cousins mm-hmm. and kinfolk, we ain't going to blast it on television. We ain't going to do it on radio. We not going to be on, on news stations unless that's at the request of the mom. We gonna help this family in some kind of way, yeah. And it's yeah. got to be more than financially, because that's what everybody thinks when me and you say we gonna help somebody. Man, money don't solve problems, and it, it can't it don't bring change loved nothing. ones back. Yeah, yeah, bro. I, I just that's why I make it a point, bro. And we gonna wrap this thing up to tell you every time I love your home and love your family. You know how I, I, I love go. you. You know I love hey, you. Yeah. Hey, cousins and kid folks, y'all stay safe out there. Man, stay family. safe. Family, y'all stay safe out there. Y'all check y'all emotions. 
And if you feel yourself going off kilter or you feel yourself going too far, just try to take that five to 10 seconds to kind of digress and, and pull yourself back together before you make a decision that could change your life and alter somebody else's life. This has been Swaggering Perk. Much love.